Denise with Refresh Her. I welcome you to the broadcast today. I am so glad that you have joined us. It's a blessing to my heart to be looking into the weeks ahead and knowing that springtime is coming. And along with that, the joy that we have as Christians to be able to celebrate Easter and to remember that this special weekend is rejoicing in the fact that we have a Savior who is alive. He lives. And every single Sunday, even, we remember that Christ arose from the grave. But specifically now, as we get near Easter, we can celebrate and remember all that he did for us when he died, but when he arose from the tomb, he lives. And because of that, you and I can live as well. I love 1 Corinthians chapter 15, starting with verse 55, says, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I am so thankful for the victory that we have over sin. We don't have to sin. Because we know Christ is our Savior, He can give us power over sin and give us power over temptation. And now, even over death, He has taken the sting out of death. Death is a shadow now to us. And He is alive, and He gives purpose for every day that we live because He is living. And you know, all of this is such reason for celebrating. And We get to do that on Easter weekend, especially. We should do it every day that we live as believers. Our lives should be a walking, living testimony and celebration for what Christ has done for us. But the last time that we got together here in the broadcast, I was talking about beginning meaningful traditions specifically for Easter. Family traditions and things that you could do to be able to celebrate as a family, to make some connections with your family, to be able to teach the meaning of Easter. And I believe that it needs to be a time of real celebration. Uh, When you hear verses such as these verses in Psalm 145, one generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. It doesn't sound like people are just sitting with their hands folded and so somber, does it? They're rejoicing. And as a family, we have the opportunity to be able to rejoice together on Easter weekend because we are going to declare to our family the mighty acts of God when he raised Christ from the dead. It's a time for rejoicing. And, you know, I think sometimes people feel like we shouldn't do anything that's too much fun on Easter because— after all, it is it is a sacred holiday. But I want to share with you some things that I believe we can do as a family that would both honor the Lord, but at the same time, we'd be creating great traditions and memories for our family and helping to explain what Easter really means, even to little children. But today we're going to talk about the day before Easter. We always just called it Easter Saturday. It wasn't the day before Easter. It wasn't Saturday. It is Easter Saturday. And we had some really fun things that we always did on Easter Saturday. We tried to do on this day the things that were the uh, more typical 
events that we do in America to celebrate Easter, like the Easter egg hunt. But we tried to always put it into a way that would point back to the meaning of the cross and Easter, why we celebrate it. So it wasn't just standalone Easter egg hunt, but we would try to connect it with the true meaning of Easter. So on Easter Saturday, that was the day that we would hide eggs in our yard and the girls could follow around and try to find them. And then they would also look for their Easter baskets after that is done. But I might encourage you that um, instead of just hiding Easter eggs with just candy in them, you might hide Easter eggs with some treats in them, some little prizes, but also put in those eggs some of the little objects that you used on Good Friday to talk about the Easter story and what happened on Friday when Jesus was crucified, what happened on Sunday after he was risen from the dead, like putting a little tiny rock inside an egg that reminded us of the stone that was rolled in front of the door. And those you might even use for special reward. But using the even the Easter egg hunt as a way to be able to teach about the resurrection and the crucifixion of Christ. You've probably seen and heard about the resurrection eggs that you can purchase, and you could do that. Certainly, you have seen them at the Christian bookstore. You could do that. Or you could come up with some things yourself, as I mentioned, just putting those objects inside of the eggs. Now, for us on Easter Saturday, after the Easter egg hunt and after finding their Easter baskets, we would go inside and we would have an Easter egg cake that I had made. I always made it look like a basket. I would put a cardboard handle that I had covered with some ribbon and on the top of it was coconut and jelly beans and that kind of thing. But that was just another part of the tradition. So Sometimes family traditions that we do for Easter are meaningful in that they point to the scriptures and the message of the cross. Some of them are delicious, <laughs> like this cake. And, you know, it's just having that memory of mom always made you fill in the blank, something that your family loves. But after the Easter egg hunt, that was our tradition is we came inside and we would always have part of this coconut cake. And we save the rest of it then for the next day on Easter Sunday. Uh, a lot of people have varying opinions about those kind of things that I just described. But we just felt like Saturday was the best day to incorporate these fun times and reserve Sunday just for the worshipful, more quiet times of celebration. Saturday, we might also prepare something for our breakfast for the next day. For instance, even coloring eggs I've even seen where people have taken stickers spelling out Jesus, cover the egg, dip the egg, and then when you pull that sticker off, each egg has a letter spelling out Jesus and displaying that in the bowl that's on your breakfast table and having the hard-boiled eggs that way. But you might also prepare a resurrection roll. These are the neatest little rolls to be able to fix because it's a crescent roll that has some spices, cinnamon, and sugar, and some butter, but a marshmallow is rolled up inside of it as well. And when you bake them, the marshmallow melts, and it's reminding us that when you cut that roll open and it's empty on the inside, it reminds us of the empty tomb that Jesus had risen out of 
the tomb. And so you could make those either on Easter Saturday and have them the next morning. They're really good hot, so you might even reserve that for Easter Sunday morning. But again, that's a great tradition to have that you always make these particular rolls, or you could even do a hot cross bun or something that's a more traditional kind of bread. But even foods can be connected to a family tradition and to a memory of we always did this on Easter. And what was Easter about? Easter was always about the cross and Jesus raising from the dead. Another fun thing for little children to do on Easter Saturday is just to be able to act out the Easter story. Get a large cardboard box from Lowe's or from a hardware store and turn it on its side and make it the tomb. Cut a circular hole in it and then let somebody act out as the angel and somebody else be the women that gathered outside and someone else be Jesus coming to Mary and use little simple costumes like a bed sheet or a pillowcase over their head to be able to be their costumes. But little children love being able to act out the story. So using that be to be able to remind them of what happened on Easter, and it creates a real understanding in their heart. Then on Easter Sunday, what did we do? Now we had done all of those sugary things and the fun things on Easter Saturday. But Easter Sunday was the day that was reserved for worshiping God and for praising Him. And again, it's not that it has to be a solemn day. It's a day of celebration. But this was the day that we obviously, we reserved that we would go to church. And, you know, a lot of churches have a sunrise service which would be a really fun thing to attend. But if your church doesn't have one, you could do what we used to do when our girls were little. We would get up early on Sunday morning and we would have to put our big coats on because we lived in cold Indiana at the time. We would bundle up and we would go outside and we would climb the tree house that their daddy had made for them. And we would all gather together with open Bibles and we would read the resurrection story and we would sing, he lives, he lives. We would sing up from the grave, he arose. And then we would conclude our time with prayer, thanking God for our risen Savior. And, you know, it created some really special memories. Okay, our girls look back on it now and say, we were freezing to death and it was really early and, you know, but it created a really special memory for all of us. We look back on it now and kind of laugh over some of those things, but it was a time that was special for our family. We were the only ones that were gathered together and it kind of reminds you of the small group that came when Jesus had risen from the tomb. So we would get done with our sunrise service, our family worship time, and we would go inside and we would have our Easter breakfast together. And then we would get ready for church and a day of worship. And then after our worship time at church, we would come home to Easter dinner. And again, here's another part of the tradition is that we always had the same kind of foods for Easter dinner. We'd have some kind of springy kind of centerpiece on the table. We would have ham We would have the Easter cake that I had made and we enjoyed on Easter Saturday. And then we always invited people to join us. What a way to be able to open up your home and invite people that need to know Jesus as their Savior to come and have 
a time with you at your church and come home and have dinner with you. What a day to be able to celebrate and then to be able to share the gospel with others that need Christ. You know, these kind of memories and traditions are going to help your family to rejoice together in the fact that we serve a risen Savior. And some of these memories that we have and traditions that we have may have been very cold and very inconvenient, and they were imperfect. But, you know, we've created some memories that we could remember that we were able to celebrate together as a family. So I hope that you will just refresh the way that you celebrate Easter this year. And I hope that you know Christ as your risen Savior. He died for you. He loves you. And I pray that this will be a special time for your family to rejoice in Christ. Find some ways to celebrate and refresh the way that your family can rejoice in our risen Savior this Easter. You can go to my blog at RefreshHer.com and get more encouragement and refreshment for your life. Thank you for listening today.